0: Hello and welcome to the podcast, Out of Five Stars, a weekly book review podcast. We are your hosts, Jess and Jess. I'm the Jess over in the Pacific Northwest.
1: And I'm the Jess in Louisville, Kentucky. Each week we get together virtually with a drink in one hand and a mic in the other to talk about all things bookish. This week we are continuing our Akatar series discussion and we're moving on to book two, which is A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass.
0: Yes, it was first published in 2016 and is currently sitting at 4.59 stars on Goodreads, which is, I think, one of the higher ones that we've Mm -hmm. looked at, um, definitely in our recent podcast history. So it's up there. And I I know why the People have rated it so highly. <laughs> Before we get into it, Jess, what you
1: drinking tonight? Um, today I am just drinking a usual lemon spindrift, nothing super fancy. I just finished having dinner, so I'm I'm kind of full. What about you? Nice. Uh,
0: I've got a celestial seasonings berry and orange tea, which is really good. It's like, I think it's called zinger sorry i just had a squint to look at it zinger tea and i also have a kirkland brand sparkling grapefruit water because that's on brand for me nice so we had a, a couple few predictions from mm-hmm. the last book um off the top of my head what was our episode because we aren't doing this back to back
1: no we're not doing back. i'm, these I'm kind of glad
0: we're not doing them back to back because they are chonky daddies like this They're is thick a boys. thick, yeah boy. how many pages is that one let me uh the book ends at 6:24
1: okay so we did episode 51 and it was only 30 minutes long And we were, it was sad because we were really excited about the book, Mm -hmm. uh, but we had terrible technology and you were in a rush and I was in a rush and we just didn't get to give it the attention that it really deserved. So I'm hoping that for mist and fury, nothing goes wrong and we don't lose recordings and we just, we get on with it. I'm feeling it. I'm
0: feeling it. Um, so we will start by saying what our predictions were from the last episode, um, I for one thought Feyre was going to be bringing back the people she had to kill, or the fairies that she had to kill at the end of the book. Mm, wah, wah. Spoiler alert: No, she doesn't. But they're still like, you know, in the there's a lot of, of talk. her brain. Yeah, there's, there's a s- lot of talk about them.
1: Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, to be honest, it was really hard to predict after the first book because you you really don't know where where it's going. There's no huge story. Yet yeah, it's just the story of Feyre and Tamlin and them falling in love. But I thought um it was going to be about her new life as a High Fae, which at the beginning it kind of is, Court of mm-hmm. Mr. Fury. But as we get into it, it then has some
0: more focus elsewhere. Mm-hmm, it sure yeah. does. So I, I i for one am into this series. I will say this: I'm glad we're not doing them back to back. I'm excited to read the next one. I'm just. It's good to, you know, have that time between these. I will say this. It's so interesting because the first book is very much a Beauty and the Beast retelling Mm -hmm. that you're like, where the hell can this go now? Like Tamlin is her true love. Which is why it was hard to predict. Right. And boy, oh boy. I think as soon as like everyone opened up this book, got to the point of the wedding, everyone was like, like interesting stuff is happening for me, the beginning of the book where it's just like her being a really boring bitch in a castle, like trying to paint every once in a while. So boring. I was, Mm -hmm. I was, I was a little nervous. I will say at the beginning, reading these chapters that really weren't going anywhere other than just to illustrate like how her
1: life had changed,
0: lackluster she is feeling right now in her life with Tamlin and the fact that Tamlin is putting up a wall and really just keeping her around as a pet
1: fuck toy. Yeah. And, you know, going along with that, it is, I guess it does show how he treated her before it was like, oh, you can do whatever you want. And now it's like, no, you can't go anywhere. You have to stay here because you're quote unquote important and very much gaslighting her a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so when the wedding came, I was like, Oh gosh, I was listening to it, reading it. I hope they don't get married. I hope they don't get married. And as it's like, she's walking down the aisle. I'm like, this can still turn. And I also saw it in my head, how, much I'm going to be screaming when the show comes out and this wedding part comes out. I'm be like, yes, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm so
0: stoked for the show. So, when we're at this beginning portion of the book where it's really boring life, Pharaoh, fe- high Fae life, you know, the whole time I'm, I, because I'm a petty bitch, thinking <laughs> the whole time, like, well, fuck Tamlin. Like, he still is going to have to, like, have wild bee sex with some rando, like whenever the spring equinox is happening, mm-hmm. like they haven't become mates yet. Like, shouldn't they become mates first before they get married? You know, that's the classic millennial in all of us. We're like move in together first. It's better like mm-hmm. become mates first. It's better that, you know, so the whole time I was like, something's got to give, I kind of knew something was going to happen. And then, um, the wedding happened. So just what happens at the wedding? She can't, she
1: can't make herself walk down the aisle, just finish those few steps. And she's like trying, I feel like she's having like a little anxiety attack. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can do this. Um, And then all of a sudden who shows up, Resand shows up to call in his bargain, which if we remember at the end of the last book, they had made a bargain that she needed to spend one week with him in the night court. A month, one week, a month, and week, yeah. she's mm-hmm. she called him unknowingly and he through came, their little bond. Yes, and their he came tattoos. and rescued her. And I just thought that was so badass of Resand. I, I like yes. that.
0: So immediately when this happens, I think most people reading are like, Ooh, we're getting spicy here, a little spicy, spicy. And this is when you think for me logically i'm like all right we're gonna have a love triangle i can't wait i'm so excited for this love triangle and it's definitely not a love triangle and i'm not mad mm-hmm. not mad at it at all like love triangles are fun but definitely don't need to be in every single book um well i guess there's a love triangle but other characters anyways i was just so fucking stoked that he came took her away and then is like proving to be 100 percent good guy he's like hey what's up I'm going to give you your space. Also learn how to read in a really funny way and take care of yourself. And also
1: eat. Yeah. Because apparently Mm -hmm. she had been not nourishing her body well enough. She looked like Bella. She looked like Bella from Twilight when she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Like just (laughs) skin and bones and nothing else. And then once a week, once one week, a month, she would go and kind of regain some weight, regain the color and read, which I... I really like that Rizanne made her read. I thought it was cute, the little stuff he made her Resan write. Rizan
0: is handsome. Rizan is the most beautiful man. Yeah, it was cute. It was very like playful, but also there's a level of mystery because you don't know why. Why is he trying to make you read? Yada yada. It's just, it was fun and it was complex. And it just showed that there's like other options for Fayra because as we go through the time of her at Tamlin's place. He's continually like making her less and less of a sentient like being who can make thoughts and do things on her own. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, Nope, you're actually, you don't get to learn anything that's going on at all. And I just have sex with you. So just stay here. Yeah. And Risan is like, No, I, I have my other things that I'm going to do, but like, I'll hang out and help you do things every once in a while. And, and I'll give you homework you later. And my other favorite thing about Risan is we were led to believe that it's been a few months have gone by and he hasn't called in his um, bargain. So she's been at the castle and he doesn't come get her until he can like feel through that bond that they have that she's like, please get me out of this. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time he ever takes her up on the bargain. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, cool. He's a cool guy. He's a nice
1: guy. So um, there was a big theme That maybe at the first book was kind of like, oh, you know, resand night court, dark clothes, black clothes, and then spring court supposed to be nice and happy. And you're expecting that Tamlin is going to be the good guy in the story and resand is going to be the bad guy. But I like that the author, Sarah J. Mass, made this twist and you're like, yes, I'm rooting for the dark team, I guess, instead of the white, mm-hmm. the white team. Yeah. Yeah. The broody, the brooding
0: mm-hmm. kind of doesn't give you the full story, but definitely like gives you more of a story than fucking Tamlin's giving you where Tamlin like puts you up on a pedestal and doesn't let you do anything. So you how you get pissed- to be a little bit more rowdy?
1: How pissed were you when Tamlin trapped her in the house?
0: Oh my God. Cause I was- didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. I thought he was going to finally like give and let her come along on one of the little adventures that they were going on. And it just like, it was just so good. It really like, I, I didn't think I was going to turn and hate Tamlin. Like, I don't think anyone who read the first book was going to be like, I fucking, I know I'm going to hate that guy. He's, he's going to be like the worst dude ever, but it's just like all continuously month after month. He's like, you can't go out now. You can't do this. I know it sucks, right, buddy. Um mm-hmm. but he's just like continually taking away her any of her control. Everything, yes. anything she can do, how she dresses, what she can hear and know about everything. And then the really fucked up thing that he does next is when she does go to night court, he's like, Guess what? I couldn't tell you anything ever, but now you have to tell me literally everything you've seen mm-hmm. and you're a spy for me as well as my fuck thing. You're just I I didn't think I was going to hate Tamlin, but it was so crazy. I was like, oh, wow. I really fucking hate this dude. You're an asshole. Yeah. yeah, No,
1: I... Not a good dude. I completely agree. I was so pissed when I was like, oh my God, Tamlin, what an asshole. Why would you do that to somebody you supposedly quote unquote love? But also he kind of has a sort of accomplice in Lucian. Lucian? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh Farah, trusts Lucian. Hey, help mm-hmm. me ask him to do this stuff. And I think he wants and feels bad for her, but he never has the balls to actually stand up to Tamlin and do anything.
0: I think we're gonna find out later that there's a little bit more intricacies behind Tamlin and his court and like how things are run. And that's the the other thing that I'm like really excited to learn about because we do get a little bit of that in the night court where like favor gets to hang out and have dinner with these people in the court and figure out like how they all work together how long they've known each other how they met each like she gets to just know all these little personal details about everyone whereas in spring court she is shut down from everything she's she when she was first brought in she couldn't even see everyone that was there like they're treating her like a fragile little baby who they it It's just no, nothing makes sense to me, especially because Tamlin knows Feyre is not his mate. So I'm like, why is he pushing so hard for this? I'm so curious what the whole backstory is going to be there. And uh, it is a thick book. I will say I was a little bored in the first couple chapters, but like once we get rolling, we get rolling and I'm like, wow, this was a lot of all... It was either information that we needed about courts, how they ran the different like kings in the past, all that kind of stuff, or it was like chapters of sex, which was great.
1: (laughs) Well, here is a question that I've had on my mind. This book, this series is very popular. Do you think it's because of like the great conflict that's in it, you know? It's just a very creative conflict, the world that is being built. It's really it's unique, you know, We something we haven't really seen, or is it just the fairies fucking?
0: That's a great question, Jessica. Thank <laughs> you for bringing it up. I think it's <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. It's great porn. It's written really, really well. It's not uh, for the masses. It's not too vulgar. How it's written is is very flowery. I will say it's descriptive but flowery. So it's not like cocks throbbing. It's like more read between the lines, but things are like detailed. Does mm-hmm. that make sense at all? You know, it's it is porn certain chapters of it not a whole lot of it cuz i think if it got too much then
1: people would be like i'd be I, I would say like 5% of the entire 600 page yeah. book is porn but there's a lot of foreplay mm-hmm. and that's about
0: like 30% of the book i would say is like foreplay is 30% of the book actual sex is 5% of the book and then a good chunk of it is world building and character building and i think sarah j mass does just a really good job of making a unique world right it's it's not too hunger gamesy it's not harry pottery it's not Divergenty. it's it's very different than the other ya books like that
1: but see but, i wouldn't consider this ya really
0: no i wouldn't either it's definitely just like fairy porn but not really it's what would i say it's fantasy I would say it's between like somewhere young adult adult fantasy mushed in that like age mm-hmm. range definitely mm-hmm. like not for younger readers but it's not overwhelmingly like we said it's five percent because i feel like but i think she just did a really good job of pairing the world building pairing mm-hmm. the character building getting people hooked in with a story that they're already familiar with and then. Classic bait and switch. Now we're doing whatever she wants with fairy wings and stuff like that. Yeah, and then we're switching it up, and people are already hooked because they're like, Oh, okay, I'm already a fan of Pharaoh. She doesn't have a huge, like a big personality, which is also good too. But you've got all these other characters, but she has a hobby, big personalities. She does
1: have her own hobby. Good
0: for her, which and is, now she
1: can read, independent it, woman, which is. Something that I was thinking about while I was reading this is, is that why we found Mayor Barrow so annoying because her hobby was being a whiny baby and not painting? Yeah,
0: Mayor didn't have a hobby and not only does Feyre have a hobby, but she's also skilled in hunting. She had a family she provided for as like a young person, so she brought a lot more to the table but is also plain enough where people can be like i could be her i could be having sex with this so massive fairy we find man. out
1: we find out that Farah, when she became high fae she got a little bit of all of the powers of the high lords mm-hmm. which is very unique and i think i'm excited to see how pissed the rest of the high lords are going to be uh, we've seen a couple of glimpses of some. She is de Madi, which means she can read people's minds and also control them, which was cool. Mm-hmm. She can transform like she Tamlin. Do- mm-hmm. What else can she do?
0: Water bending stuff. She mm-hmm. can also... What else can fire. I- oh, she can do fire. And then she's also getting into the like, what's it called when you can like, be here and then like go winnowing really quick well, yeah um so she can do a little <laughs> bit of every I'm like what's that one I know it was really weird she can do a little bit of everything and I think a lot of ladies also like this too because they you know the feminism in this book too is pretty cool where she's like I don't want to be like when she was talking to Tamlin about like what the what will I be called? What will mm-hmm. I be called if I marry you? And Tamlin's like, well, there's no such thing as a high lady, so you mm-hmm. can just be my bitch, basically. And then <laughs> Rise is like, Reese. No, you're the Rice. Not rice. 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 rice, rice, rice- <laughs> it. I had rice for dinner. I'm oh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> he's like, you, you, you can be whatever the fuck you want. You, what do you want to be called? And then we find out in this book too that she, he ends up calling her what was it at the end of the book it was like the lady of the the high lady of the night court or something mm-hmm. like that like they made a title and everyone was like "Ooh, mm-hmm. what a title so i i think a lot of girls also like this book for that aspect as well as well as the majority of like i say foreplay like very loose like it's just like not foreplay in the sense that they're like tickling on the bed it's like the kind of back and forth banter and
1: flirting looks and the you know yeah the hand I like <laughs> see I really liked that Resand allowed her to train and actually encouraged her to use her powers and discover what the heck she could actually do whereas Tamlin was like no you sit there and paint and look pretty and just spread your legs for me mm-hmm and Rissan was like, you need to train, you be, you need to be prepared for whatever it is that might be coming, um, other than me on you, but you know. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. So let's talk about the first sexy scene. Cause really there's only like two blatant ones. The first one is like a very sensual in the attic of a pub type situation mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, in the inn. And it was oh my goodness written so well and there's nothing like extremely sexual happening but all of how it is written the detail feeling you get Mm -hmm. when she's describing something that's not even like a real description like she's talking about her like putting her fingers on his wings and just how she describes this in detail you're like I could feel that even though i don't have any wings like no i don't have wings obviously mm-hmm. but i could feel it i could feel the mood and how she pressed her body thing.
1: against him and how oh he reached God. his hand above the the shirt and caressed underneath her breast. i was like yes yeah. fanning it's myself very very hot
0: um it was beautiful and then we had like a real spicy, spicy sex scene when they finally do have sex for the first time. Um, man, I, I already told you this, but I'm read the book paper version. And I also listened to some of it when I was walking. I listened to one of the chapter, I think it's chapter 50 more than once because I was like, damn, that's hot. And well, this is great.
1: Okay. Before we continue with the sex, there was something that happened. There was... A actually there was a couple things. First, before the inn, Lucian winnowed into the night court, mm-hmm. and she had to fight him off. What did you think about Lucian trying to quote unquote save her from him from resand now? I was like, come with me. Yeah, so because I was mad at him. Like, how, how dare gonna, he?
0: I like Lucian, so I think we're gonna find out more that he isn't an agent of himself a hundred percent like I think we're gonna find out that Tamlin or the spring court or one of those ladies in their robes someone's got something on him that is like forcing him to because he just comes off as a good guy right like yeah generally outside of that he like comes off as a good guy I think we're gonna learn a little bit more about that and I hope we get more of these side characters that everyone is really into so far like every meme i've seen is like talking about the sisters and Mm -hmm. other folks on the night court so i think we're gonna get more of that okay not that i don't love the sex scenes
1: so my my second question that happened something that happened prior to them actually having sex because they they had their moment at the end he helped her to completion um and then after they were gonna you know like mess around but then it was discovered that Resand and Farah are mates and he knew it the entire time yes whereas she didn't and she got pissed at him for not telling her, her that they were mates mm-hmm. so did you think that she was justified in being angry no I didn't think so either. I think she was being whiny baby.
0: Yeah. I thought she was being a whiny baby. Like, come on. He can't just be like, Hey, guess what? You're my mate now after you've only been a fairy for like what a year. No, that'd be fucking weird. Like no one would want to hear that if they weren't ready for it. I'm glad she found out that information on her own by capturing the, what is it? The weird creature again that can't lie to her. I'm glad she found it out on her own. And it just made it so much more interesting and it made her more likable that she has to go out and do things for herself and like mm-hmm. find things out for herself rather than just someone telling her. It's just, it's much better for her character. Than, but
1: we do you know. find out that it, she was his mate regardless of being high fae, because she, he tells her the story of how he sent her visions down a, mm-hmm. a bond while she was still human and that's how they were kind of connected still so i guess it, it sucked that he kept it from her but how would how would she had known i guess and also being mates not not only is are they like supposed to be together but also it is important because as mates they can reproduce and if they weren't mates they couldn't right mm-hmm. that's how it works
0: yeah well it's like written as it's it's very difficult to reproduce but if you're mates then you have a better chance um it would have been yeah it would have been totally weird if he said hey guess what we're mates what was he supposed to do show up at the wedding and be like uh excuse me my question though is did tamlin know i don't think so i want to know because then i would hate him even more <laughs> What if we just go back and forth? I'm so curious, like, what the next book is going to be, but are we going to like <laughs> hop back on the Tamlin train in the next book or what? I'm just like, what is going to happen? So, we've talked a lot about what happened in the book and obviously what we liked about it. Uh, Just because we're negative na- na- Nellies, negative Nellies, I want to ask, what are some things that you didn't really like much about the book or was there any- anything that bothered you about the book? My only thing about uh, court of mist and fury is the repetitive nature of a few phrases and things. One that just like kept, uh, you know, hitting my brain was vulgar gesture. And I had I asked Jess, I was like, is she American before we record this? Like, why does she keep saying this? Because when I think vulgar gesture, I'm like sticking up your middle finger or like, What? I don't know. Like putting your fingers over your mouth like
1: this and like Uh, wiggling your tongue. What is the vulgar gesture that's happening? There's another vulgar gesture, um, that you just like, kind of like stick your, your wrist out at people. That's something else too. At least that's, that's a lot in in Mexico. That's what you do. You just like, kind of like flicking them off or like saying like F you,
0: but it's, it's always done in like a playful manner. So I'm like, what because she's doing it to to Resan a lot and I'm like what what why are we doing this so many times what is this
1: vulgar gesture I don't think there All was the time I don't think there was much that bothered me it just was very slow at the beginning Ianthi was stupid which she was the high priestess um maybe it was because I was listening to it so fast and reading it that I didn't really understand the conflict that was going on like I feel like I need to reread it but actually read it instead of listening to it Um, because I felt like I kind of just glazed over when they were talking about the conflict with Hibern and the spring court and the war that's supposed to be coming and I was more interested in the story between Resand and
0: yeah I think most of us were concerned with that relationship and then when we introduced like the queens the you know all the queens the mortal queens we came, mm-hmm. yeah every, we are getting a lot more characters and I'm like I'm uh there's a lot more people here that I didn't know last book like yeah that's the that's the only kind of bummer about reading books in less than a week because that's what we do for the podcast but we have to read a high volume of books you can't sit and like really deep dive reread chapter 50 over and over again because you have to get through the fucking book uh so I will reread it and that's why I'm I'm, I am getting these in paper and I'm doing there's two covers just like the last one and I'm going with this um the like newer covers not the one with not the one that you liked first.
1: first
0: I've Evolved as a human I'm 30 <laughs> now. I need a book with a animal on it. Yeah, and no, uh, I think
1: see, I got the first matter. book. I like, on a, one. I like I got the first book as a Kindle, and I'm like, if I don't like these, I don't want to have a huge chunk of them on my mm-hmm. bookshelf. But now I might actually want to and I might maybe like annotate in them and put red on all the sex scenes. Oh, I'm I'm putting tabs. Are you, um, are you going to buy Chris some wings for Christmas?
0: No, (laughs) no, it would not fit in our trailer that we live in. (laughs) Um, but I did tell him, I was like, we should just sit down and read chapter 50 together. It could be fun. And he's like, excuse me, didn't you just say it's fairy porn? Not explicitly. So, the cauldron. Oh yeah, that's another plot point that's happening. I feel like I'm stuck on just Feyre's love life when there's so many things. There's happening, so much, which does make the series like very entertaining. And you're like, oh wow, there's so much going on. There's so many players. There's so many different.
1: Mm-hmm. So in the last couple of, of chapters, the, court, the last it. couple chapters, they go to hyburn because they're trying to steal the cauldron uh, because this is the what's going to prevent the war whatever they get caught then tamlin shows up with lucian in the final mm-hmm. chapters and it's like hey Vera, come back to me come back to me and she's like mm, no bitch i don't like you you trapped me and you did horrible things to me and then her mortal sister show up the king throws them into the cauldron and they become high fae And she is devastated. And so she pretends, hey, I don't want to be with uh Rhysand anymore. Please break the bond. And so the king breaks the bond and she pretends and goes with Tamlin, which oh it broke my heart. I'm like, oh my I'm like God. your sisters are already turned. But still, you know, he um and then Lucian is mated with Elaine. Crazy. <laughs> the whole, like, the whole last chapters are like, oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I know. And then Resand gets a chapter with his point mm-hmm. of view. And I do like t- that. He tells us how Pharaoh um, and him went to the High Priestess and made their mating bond official. And mm-hmm. also how she is now High Lady and she has glamour on her right hand. Where yep. the tattoos are, and the entire time this is happening, I'm like slapping my <laughs> yes! my my thighs. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, this is badass. She just like outsmarted everybody. This is amazing. I loved it.
0: Because I before his chapter, I was like,
1: oh my god, are really we're doing
0: this? You're going back to Tamlin, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna have to pretend, and you're gonna be stuck in a stuffy house. I was so disappointed. And then when we got the next chapter, I was like, oh thank god mm-hmm. because you were led to believe at first that they couldn't really communicate anymore and i was like oh that's so sad but now she's a bad huge bitch. twist i loved it yeah i loved it i'm very excited to read the next one which we are putting on the schedule um it's a but bonus
1: yeah bonus yeah eventually
0: it'll come out we're i, I think jessica's already started reading it
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I I just, I was uh, telling Jess, I'm like, I am so obsessed. I just want to finish and like ingest this book as fast as I can. And also because I am, I never usually am into fan art or fan fiction, but I so desperately want to be in on the memes and understand and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I get it. I'm so excited. So I just, I just want it all.
0: I do like the memes the memes are good um I'm excited for this to be a show Mm -hmm. I'm I I can't wait to see what they do with the powers and the like wings you know okay so we did get what was that book hush hush right was that the one with the angel fallen (laughs) both of them were with angels the movie version of fallen terrible wings. The wings were terrible, just terrible, just awful. Okay. So hopefully we don't do that. And then in, um, shadow and bone, I wasn't a huge fan of the electricity representation of like, no, that was
1: lame, Mm, super lame.
0: Uh, so I really hope that Pharaoh's powers are represented well. And I think just because Jesus, everyone loves this book. I feel like every time I open up Instagram, someone's talking about one of these books, like just the whole series in general. So hopefully when they make it a show which they are they go all out and they're like all right let's go all out get the you know super magnum wings out for these boys and
1: (laughs) um so you read the first one before Mm -hmm. are you kind of glad that you didn't continue reading the series until now
0: until you with you, my best friend, my best book friend, because I don't
1: think the experience would have been different. You know, oh, we, it would
0: have been so different.
1: We weren't in the bookish realm at all. So when you read a book and you don't, you're not on Bookstagram, you don't listen to book podcasts, you don't follow um groups on Facebook that are bookish, and if you're just reading a book, you're like, oh, that was really good. You should read it. And you, if you don't have anybody to discuss it with, it's not the same excitement. Yeah.
0: I was just thinking, like if I would have read the second book, I would have had the I would have had the feminine urge to explain the the plot to everyone that I was working with, which at the time would have been Thomas, and I think he would have gotten behind me just ranting on about fairy mm-hmm. porn, but it wouldn't be the same. I'm so happy that I get to like text you about it and look at all the memes and see what other people are thinking about and there was no threesome in this book. Oh, yeah, I, I know. For, but is it coming? Who knows? I'm waiting for one. Thank
1: and also, to my talk. <laughs> also, who who's it going to be between? Because honestly, I don't think it's going to be Feyre and Ann anymore.
0: Oh, no, uh-uh, no. they not after
1: they're mated. Close circle. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be somebody else. And Someone is it going to be male on male, male on female? Male on male on, female? female. My guess: female, female,
0: male, male.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my guess. Just okay. Out and there. the next book, um, do you want to rate the book, or is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, I think we're good. This is a great book. Um, Are you force feeding this book to anybody now? Because I am.
0: This is one of those books that unless you already know the person reads is not a book that I'm going to just recommend to someone. Cause then mm-hmm. they're going to be like, um, excuse me, Jessica, I think you've been living in a trailer too long. <laughs> uh, I am going to recommend it to a few people who I think would just absolutely eat it up. I think what I'm just going to
1: buy uh 10 copies of a quarter of thorns and roses and just give one to each person. Like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here's a starter kit. Enjoy, yeah. No, I very
0: porn starter kit.
1: I told a friend of mine. I said, "You need to read this. You, it's fantasy, and you love it." And she said, "Okay." And she's like, "Just keep reminding me." I will remind you.
0: Okay, here we go. Ratings. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Five stars. It's a five star for me. It was a five star book. (laughs)
1: It was a five star book. Five stars for me too. Yeah. Really? Oh my god! Okay, hilarious. I love it. I was so—that's at the end of the book. I'm like, I need to start the next one. I just need to because it's so anxiety-inducing, but in a good way that you just are so desperate to know what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. I did give it like three days without picking up the next book, and then i I got it from the library, and I started. I started on it right away as soon as I got it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. So my prediction is there will be a threesome. I'm going to say it's female, male, male. Do you want to just do your threesome prediction or any other prediction that you have for the next book?
1: You know, it's hard, it's hard to know what we're going to be looking at. Obviously it, it's going to be something with, um, the war, the impending war. I do know a little bit that's going to be happening already. Cause I'm at 10% of the other book. So I don't think giving a prediction at this point would be fair for me.
0: Yeah. So you're 10% in, has any threesome happened?
1: (laughs) No threesome has happened at the moment, but then again, I'm only 10% in and it's like a 700 page book. So, and the audio book is 25 hours long.
0: Oh my God. I'm scared. I'm a little scared. It's going to be one of those books that like, I wish I could finish in one sitting for sure. But I know right. I will not finish yeah, in one yeah. sitting. But I I don't know if you saw, I did send you a TikTok where I'm like, maybe I am. I am okay with doing a 24 hour readathon. Like take a day off of work, sit with a bunch of snacks. I was unaware snacks were involved. Once I saw a TikTok that someone had snacks involved, I was like,
1: oh, I have one planned.
0: I will do a readathon. I, I know in January. And I said, you were crazy. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds crazy to me. And then I saw a TikTok where this girl had all these snacks and it looked great. And her boyfriend was just bringing her more snacks and she just sat there and read all day. And I was like, okay, I get it. I still don't think I could read this in no, one sitting. No. Even if I did like a 24 hour. We have <laughs> to
1: be like smaller romance books that you can just get through pretty fast
0: something that you feel good about like oh i just finished yeah.
1: one on to the next one it, yeah, i don't, I don't, I don't think like i could do a series at all um but anyway i picked some really great bad reviews do you want to go ahead and read the first one
0: sure i will read the first one uh ev- <laughs> sorry this person's name is very unique to me okay it looks like evangia Nab. Ne- Rafka rated it one star did not like they said this is the first book I've rated one star wow I don't like being mean but this book does I wish there was an option to rate a book zero stars which I think there is you just don't have to put any stars in and it will do zero stars um But I guess Mass does deserve that one star for being able to shit out their 700 ton of fluff and vomit inducing material. That was harsh. That wasn't even good feedback. That was 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 pretty harsh. What did you not like? Was it the vulgar gestures?
1: All right. Maggie rated it one star did not like. She says she, he, they, whatever. I love Reese, but this is complete fucking garbage. You don't have to make a person a shitty villain to change love interests. People fall out of love. It's okay. My ex ain't coming back to wreck shit up. He moved the fuck on.
0: It's obviously Maggie. Your ex isn't a high fairy lord. Is he, who's Come the villain on. here? She's talking about Favorite? Tamlin. Like you had to make Tamlin a villain to change the love well, interest.
1: Tamlin is an asshole, regardless. I didn't like him to begin with because he went around and fucked some other fairy during Canon my or whatever.
0: And okay. Honestly, if we're, if we're going to the root of the story, you know, the beast did just freaking lock up this random girl for no reason, even though he could have let her go the entire time. Yep. Okay. Next week. That was really fun. Yeah. Next week okay start when we read this go make the jingle bell sound next week join us as we discuss christmas at the island hotel by jenny colgan i think that's how you pronounce the name this is like a part of a series but it's one of those like romance series that you don't need to read the whole series to like just pick a book out of the series and read it so that's why i picked it because it was on brand for
1: holiday season yep and we've got we
0: got a few different books to
1: finish off the holiday season. And then next year for 2022, we've got our list already forming of what we're going to be doing. And we will probably be changing things up by that. I mean, we will also be adding YouTube to the mix probably most likely. And that means I'm going to spend more money on makeup. Yay. Me. Yay. us. Uh, yeah. Poyo,
0: are you ready for your makeover for your YouTube debut? Uh, yeah. So that'll be interesting. We'll see how that goes. If we can figure it out. Um, just cause you know, another way to connect with your book friends we're old.
1: and I gotta, I gotta remember either. not to like roll my eyes or pick my nose or all of those things. Cause then, uh, yeah.
0: Poyo, you have to remember to stop licking your wiener okay. <laughs> on camera. So, he does it for just don't all time. forget
1: to subscribe to the show, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us on all of the social medias at out of five stars. And that's out of with two T's until next time. Cheers. Cheers.